This is Carol McLeod, and you're listening to A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. I am delighted to go digging for gold with you in the unmatched, powerful, restorative, and miraculous Word of God. How I love the holiday season that's framed by Thanksgiving on one end and by New Year's Day on the other end, every single day that's squished between the last Thursday in November and the very first day of the brand new year holds a delight and a gladness that the other days of the calendar year just cannot match. Why is this? I believe that it's because of the miracle of Christmas. How appropriate that in human terms, we begin this momentous season by the giving of thanks and we close it by the start of something brand new. Well, as you can guess, today we'll be talking about the new year and the new you that you would like to be this year. Have you ever set a New Year's resolution only to have thrown it aside by um, about noon on January 1st? If you're guilty of that habit, just like I have been, then today's program is going to help you tackle the new year with enthusiasm, resolve, and focus. Let's dig in. Let's set some New Year's resolutions that will help us in the coming year. So, Happy New Year, everyone. Today, we're going to focus on becoming new, on changing old habits and patterns that we have become comfortable in. We're going to learn how to develop and even cultivate a brand new lifestyle. Listen, we all need to change, don't we? Every single one of us has places of weakness, of sin, of compromise that just need to go. All of us possess shortcomings, addictions, habits, and attitudes that are simply not healthy. The real problem is we don't know how to change. We don't know how to get from here to over there. We don't know how to connect the dots from the old dots to the new dots. And so today, we're going to talk about two kinds of change. And I think this is going to help you so much as you anticipate what God has for you in the new year. The first kind of change we're going to talk about is the type of change that we do indeed have power over. We have the power to change. The second kind of change we're going to talk about is the type that seems out of our control, like there's no possible way. So the first kind of change is, I can do it. The second kind of change is, I can't do it. So let's talk about change number one, the kind that I call, I can do it. I can change. So as I begin today's podcast, I want to ask yourself a question. It's actually a fill in the blank question. So you'll have to fill the blank in yourself, maybe mentally or write a word out on a piece of paper. But if you were to answer this question, how would you answer it? The one thing that I would change about myself is blank. What is that one thing that you would change about yourself? I want you to fill that blank in, but let me coach you for a minute, okay? I want you to write something in this blank that you have the power to change. Don't write in something that you don't have any power over. Don't write in, I want a husband, or I wish my adult children acted differently. Write in something that is within your power to change. Your weight, getting out of debt, 
getting a better job, creating a better marriage, dealing with fear or worry, just becoming healthier all over. So how do you change these things about yourself that you have the power to change? Well, I'm about to confuse you thoroughly. You are going to be so confused. You must realize that even though you can do it, you can lose weight, you can get out of debt, you can get a better job, you can build a better marriage. Listen, even though you can do it, you can't do it. You can't do it without the power of Christ surging through you every day of your life. Even what you can do, you can't do without him. Am I making any sense at all? That's why we all have to go back to the basics of our faith. Whenever we want to enact change in our lives, we have to go back to the basics of our faith. One of our basic scripture verses is this, Matthew 6, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. So my friend, if you want to lose weight, get out of debt, deal with worry, stop eating donuts, stop gossiping, what you really need to do is to change your focus. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. You need to get your eyes off your own weakness, your inability to change, and you need to look to Christ. But You have to do more than just look at him. This verse doesn't say, see first his kingdom. It says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Now, this word seek is the Greek word zeteo. Let me tell you what zeteo means. It's spelled Z-E-T-E-O. But zeteo first, his kingdom and his righteousness. Zeteo means a relentless pursuit of something or someone. It means that nothing distracts you, nothing intimidates you, nothing moves you from the object that you are seeking, that you are zeteoing. You will find that when you zeteo the kingdom of God, when you zeteo all that Christ is, you'll find that you change in the process. You change in the zeteo. The zeteo, the seeking, changes you. What used to distract you or annoy you or burden you is left behind in the zeteo. So let me tell you some more things about this Greek word zeteo. When you zeteo something, it's all that you think about. From early morning to late at night, you dream about what you zeteo. So stop thinking about your husband snoring, what's not in your bank account, that large number on the scale, and let your gaze be fixed on Jesus. Think about him. Think about how you can serve his kingdom. Set your mind on things above, not on the things on the earth. Listen, I can guarantee you when you zeteo first his kingdom and his righteousness, that you will change indeed. Indeed, you will change. Another verse I want to turn your attention to as we contemplate the new year is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. 
Do you see what this verse says? Oh, yes, you can. You can change. You can change because you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You can change because of Zateo, because you're seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. You can change because Jesus has given you his very strength. You will never change in your own strength. But when you Zateo, there is a download of strength that comes your way. So in this verse, in Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Let let me tell you about this word strength. You're going to be a Greek scholar by the end of today's podcast. This word strength is the Greek word endunamo. And it's an explosive power. Um, Dunamo is the explosive power, but it's got a prefix in an N. Dunamo. It's an explosive power that's being deposited into some type of container or vessel. It's not just the power, but it's where the power is deposited. So you have been designed by your creator to be the receptacle of his divine power. You get the dunamo power of God placed inside of you. He gives you his dunamo power or strength. All that he has, all that he is, is aimed at your life. The way that you open yourself to him and to his strength is through Zateo, is through your Zateo, is through your seeking first his kingdom. And when you seek first his kingdom, Zateo, then you get an dunamo, the power, the strength comes rushing in. Now, if you're not thoroughly confused already, let me go back to confusing you more for a minute. We're talking about the things that we do indeed have the power to change. The things that we have the power to change, we can't change without a change in focus, without a change in priority. That's the Zateo part, the seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. So what we do as we take what we want to change off the front burner of our lives and we put Jesus Christ there. And so our focus is not on what needs to be changed, but our focus is on him who gives strength. When you've done that, when you've put your focus, when you've put your gaze, when you've set your sight, when you've zateoed Jesus Christ, instantly you will have the power to change the thing that you thought you could change, but you really couldn't change. Once you set the proper priorities, now the power is given back to you. You have the power to change where before you didn't have it. One of my favorite Psalms has always been Psalm 119, verse 109. Let me read it to you. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. My life is continually in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. So you have a will. You've been given freedom of choice by the one who created you. He doesn't force you to do anything, but he does want the absolute best for you, right? You get to choose how you'll deal with your life, how you respond to circumstances, events, and people. You choose 
what you put in your mouth. You choose how you spend your money. You choose how you treat people, how often you exercise, whether or not you apply for a new job, whether or not you go to college. You choose whether to forgive or not, what you think about. You choose whether to waste your time or to invest your time. You choose. My life is continually in my hand. God wants you to choose according to the principles in the Bible. He doesn't want you to forget his law, but he's given you the ability to choose. So what kind of life will you choose? Will you choose to be in bondage to food and spending and materialism and disappointment and sex and bitterness and regret and anger? Or will you choose to live according to the principles in the Bible because your life is in your hand? Will you zateo all that he is and all that he has? It's up to you whether you zateo him or not. You choose. Okay, now I want to make it practical for you. How do you change the things that you can change, but you really can't change? It's a two-step process. You zateo Christ and he'll give you his strength, and then you choose to change. You choose to get your life under the principles of the Word of God. Now, I just want to look at Zateo for one more minute, and then we're going to move ahead and talk about the things that you can't change. The practicality of Zateo, and you choose, that two-step process, Zateo, you choose, is found in what I like to call four practical applications. Do you have a pen or a pencil? Do you have a piece of paper? I want you to write this down. This is good information for the new year. Zateo and you choose can be boiled down to a four-step process. Number one, have a quiet time every day. Spend time with the object of your greatest affection, who's Jesus. Read his love letter to you. If you don't do this one thing in 2021, reading the Bible, Nothing else will really matter at all. It won't. Trust me. I know. Number two in the four-step process is this. Buy a journal and create a prayer journal. Pray for people. Write scriptures in it. It's your prayer and word journal. And journal every day. Application number three is spend time in worship every day. Turn on worship music while you're in the shower, while you're getting ready in the morning, while you're driving to work, while you're doing the dishes, while you're ironing. Worship the Lord, even with tears rolling down your cheeks. Sing out loud. And finally, number four is the things that you value in life, you give to. You spend time with the things you value in life. So make it a goal to give more to the kingdom than you did in 2021. Give more of your financial resources to the kingdom. Give more volunteer hours. Pray for people. Give more of yourself to the unshakable kingdom. Okay, as you ponder the new year and what you have the power to change, let's talk about the second kind of change. This type of change is, I can't do it, Carol. I don't have the power over these areas that need changing. Let's talk about the things you don't have the power to change. Maybe you want to get married, but you're still single. Yeah, what do you do about that? Maybe you want a baby, but you're dealing with infertility. How can you change that? Maybe there's a girl at work who just hates you. What are you going to do about her? Maybe you've had terrible abuse in your past and it haunts you and you can't change that. Maybe you want to live closer to your children, but 
you have a job and they have a job and you can't move to be closer to them. So how do you change the things that you can't change, that you don't have the power to change? Do you have your notebook out? Are you ready to write these things down in your notes? The first thing you can do to change the things that you can't change is Zateo, is to seek first the kingdom of God. You know, in this situation, when you don't have the power to change, this this is the way you Zateo. You pray without ceasing. God, would you change this for me? God, would you heal me? God, would you give me a new job? God, would you bring me a spouse? First uh, Thessalonians 5.17 says to pray without ceasing. So how do you change the things you can't change? You pray without ceasing. Another thing you do is you find a verse and declare it over your unchangeable situation. If you're dealing with infertility, you find a verse that says, behold, children are a blessing from the Lord. You, you, you read a verse about Hannah or Elizabeth or Sarah, who also were dealing with infertility. You find a verse and you declare it over your unchangeable situation. And then you worship your way through your unchangeable circumstances. You worship the God who's making all things new. So how do you change the unchangeable? Use a teo. You seek first the kingdom of God. Well, how do you do that? Well, you pray without ceasing. You find a verse and you declare it over your unchangeable situation. And you worship your way through your unchangeable circumstances. You worship the God who's making all things new. I have found that worship draws a line in the sand of life. Worship says, I'm done with the old. I'm focusing on hope. Worship takes your eyes off of the old and places your eyes on the God who makes all things new. Revelation 21, 5 says this, And he who sits on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Right, for these words are faithful and true. So if you're caught in circumstances that you don't like, and you don't have any power to change, stop talking about your circumstances. Stop being paralyzed by your circumstances and begin to worship. Zateo the Lord who makes all things new. And then I've got something practical for you in closing today. We're talking about those circumstances, infertility, you want a spouse, past abuse, you'd change your living conditions. What do you do about the circumstances that you can't change? Okay, I, I've got a practical thing for you to do today. Do something new. Do something and make sure it's a new thing that you're doing. Apply for a new job. Get a gym membership. Make a new friend. Read a new book. Teach Sunday school. Visit a nursing home. Have somebody to your home for dinner. Sign up to go on a mission trip. Send somebody else on a mission trip. Go for a walk, clean out a closet, just do it. You do something new. Instead of complaining about your old, get busy and create some new. What is the one new thing you can do? All right, I'm asking you, and I want you to write it down. What is the one new thing you can do? In closing, let me say this. Change will not come as long as you're focused on your circumstances. Change will only come when you're focused on Him. Change will happen when you look for Him, 
Does that sound strange to you? Give up yourself and you will find who you were created to be. Give up preference, opinion, disappointment, and pain, and you'll find him in whose presence there's always fullness of joy. You know, things, stuff, change will never bring fulfillment. He, Jesus, always will fulfill you. No matter how much you weigh, no matter how much you make, no matter if you're single or married, no matter if you don't have children or have 10 children, he will bring fulfillment. Matthew 6.25 says, For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. So today, at the beginning of the new year, I want to say to you, my friend, submit to death, surrender. Submit to the death of your ambitions and your wishes for everyday life. Submit with every fiber of your being and you will find eternal life. Keep back nothing from the King of all kings, but be all in. Put your yes on the table this year. I love this quote by C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity. Look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ and you'll find him and with him everything else thrown in. I always like to close by reading a scripture verse to you. Today, I'd like to read to you from Philippians chapter 4, verses 8 through 14. Finally, my brothers and sisters, whatever's true, whatever's honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, Practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, that now at last you have revived your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned before, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak from want, for I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am in. And then verses 12 and 13. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength. Well, I want to be among the first to wish you a happy new year. I pray that God will use you mightily. I pray that your life will be like a city set on a hill and that the light in you will bring light to dark places in our culture. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So feel free to email me at carol at carolmccloudministries.com. You can also grab lots of encouragement from visiting my website, which is carolmccloudministries.com. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are the God who makes all things new. Father, I pray a new heart over the people who are listening today. I pray new strength and new joy, new hope, new trust, new gentleness and kindness. Father, use us 
to make hell smaller and heaven bigger. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.